This is the official podcast of the Hancock County School District in Sparta, Georgia. Students will interview one school leader or former bulldog each month to discuss various topics. Tune in to learn how the Hancock County School District has influenced the lives of many successful bulldogs. Hi, welcome to the Bulldog Box. My name is Zahia Brown. I'm a special guest. Today is Dr. Harper, Superintendent. Woo, Dr. Harper. Thank you so much, Desai. It is my pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you so much. The first question is, why did you go to college? Oh, well, that's a great question. Well, as you know, I am a product of the Hancock County School District. And when I started school in kindergarten, I wanted to be a teacher. I always wanted to be a teacher. And that passion lasted until probably around fifth grade when I changed and I wanted to become a nurse. And that lasted probably ninth, tenth grade until I took my first business class in high school. And I just knew, oh, I'm going to college and I'm going to major in business. So I went to college, went to the Fort Valley State University, and I was a business major. And a friend of mine, I think it was around my junior year, we were talking. And he was like, well, but why don't you take some education class? Because he was a business major as well. And I was like, yeah, you know, I wanted to be a teacher. And, and I did. I took about three or four business uh, education classes. And I graduated. After I graduated, I worked a couple of part-time jobs here. And that passion to work in the school still hadn't left me. So I was hired at our local defects office as a secretary for two years, and then I became a caseworker for three years. And, w- and when I was a caseworker, I used to just see the young girls would come up, they would be pregnant, you know, they would come up, apply for benefits, you know, things like that. And it just really laid on my heart that they really needed someone maybe that they could just really talk to. So I decided to Applied for a job here at our local school in Hancock Central High School, and I was hired as the business ed teacher, and that's really my backstory. That was August of 1998, so that was actually before you were even born. I was I was actually teaching high schools. <laughs> wow. Okay. The next question. Okay. But it's all good. Okay. Thank you. What was your path to becoming a superintendent? Well, like I said, I was a teacher here at uh, Hancock Central High School. I was a business ed teacher. And along the way, uh, this is the only school district I've ever worked in. And I've had several jobs. Uh, I've taught <laughs> kindergarten through 12th grade, really, honestly, throughout the, the district at you know different points in my career. I've been assistant principal at the elementary school and the high school. I've been the human resources director for our school district, the finance director for our school district, and the curriculum director. Uh, I actually retired. I did. I retired uh, last year at the end of the 2021 school year. Yes. And I stayed out for six months and then, no, in the 2022, I'm sorry. Um, and anyway, January of this school term, that January of this school this calendar year I'm sorry not school year calendar year uh I was brought back as the um interim superintendent of school so I've been in this position since January of this year when you scared 
Not necessarily scared. I was nervous, but it's exciting also because you get a chance to do things that you've always wanted to do. As a teacher, you get a chance to see things, you know, you say, well, you know what, I wish we would do this for our kids. I wish we would do that. So now I'm actually in that position. It was funny about maybe six weeks into the job, I was sitting at home one day and I was just thinking and uh, and I was thinking, I was like, Dawn, we sure need to do this. I wish we could do that. And then it was just like, you're in a position to do that now. I really, you know, I, it really hadn't really just dawned on me that I was really the superintendent. And I was like, well, you know what? Yeah. So we, you know, that was, that was an eye-opening experience that I'm really in the position to do the things that I always say we need to do. So... Like I said, yeah, sometimes it's scary, but most of the time it's not because it's exciting because I get a chance to see you all. Uh, I was at the elementary school yesterday, and, you know, whenever you go to the elementary school, you're just going to get a lot of hoops. And they was like, da-da, 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 you're going to come back and you're going to teach. So I've got to go over there and hang out with them soon. I promise I'll come back and do some computer classes for them in Spanish and things of that nature. But, no, to answer your question, it's really not scary. It's exciting because every day is a different day. You know, I I'll start off thinking I'm going to do this at 8 o'clock and I may get to the office and something has happened and I can't do that. But it's 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 a great experience, though. It really is. Because when I think about the superintendents that we've had here in our districts, not many people, and this is just nationwide, really, when you think about it, not many people really become superintendents. And those who become superintendents, they don't have... They don't have the opportunity to lead the district that is really responsible for their education. So I take this as this this, this is actually an honor. You know, that's that's how I look at it. What is your plan for the district? That's a great question. And the question is actually twofold answer because we have to have plans academically and athletically. Uh, because if we are not academically sound, we can't have any athletics. So academically, uh, we, we're starting off with our Every Bulldog campaign. Bulldog is safe, can read, can write, can think, and is healthy. And what, what we mean about safety is this. In order for anything to be successful, we have to be safe. So I'm sure you all have noticed a lot of safety measures that have taken place in the last few months. We had a couple of weeks ago uh, an active intruder drill that was district-wide. We've uh, started to rekey all of our buildings because some of our teachers didn't have keys to their classrooms. So we basically completed that task. We have some other things planned for safety. Uh, we have... Um, Centegics, that's um, uh, a crisis alert system that we will be installing soon, hopefully within the next month. And that's, that's all over the district. If something happens, teachers will be able to access help instantly. That's the goal. Okay. Uh, there are some other things that, that we're planning. We, we haven't we haven't ironed out all of the details, but there are some other things that I really don't want to talk about them right now. Because even when it comes to safety, you can't put everything out there because we don't want everybody to know what our plans are. But just know that safety is top priority here. Now, when it comes to reading, writing, and thinking, that's the academic uh, challenging part of our Every Bulldog campaign. We've purchased new curriculum for our English language arts, reading, and mathematics, and that's district-wide. At our elementary and middle school, they're using what we call our ready for reading, English language arts, and math. The high school is using common lit for 
English language arts. And the middle school also uses common lit as well. For mathematics, we have Carnegie Learning for the high school. We have, and I'm so excited about partnerships that we have here in the district. The high school, we have a partnership with Morehouse School of Medicine. I'm hoping that partnership will really kick into full gear next semester, but that's for our biology and anatomy students, where we will have someone from the Morehouse School of Medicine to actually come in and do labs for our kids. It'll be virtual. They will be on the video screen that you all will be in the classroom performing those labs and the students will also get a chance to visit the Morehouse School of Medicine. And by the end of next month, we are planning to go to Georgia Tech. We want a partnership with the Georgia Tech, with the uh, yeah, Georgia Institute of Technology. Anyway, that's a computer science partnership where they will come in virtually, of course, to do computer science classes with the kids. And the beauty of that, they can tailor their computer science to fit the content. For instance, it could be math. They could do computer science, integrating math into computer science. They can also do agriculture integrating that. We've uh, hired instructional specialists for our district. We have uh, English language arts specialist, that's Dr. Alexander. We have a mathematics specialist, that's Dr. Artis. And we have a technology specialist, that's Mrs. Watkins. And they're attached to go throughout the district, helping the teachers and the students with those specific content areas because we need to get our English language arts scores up. We're implementing writing because a lot of times, a lot of people don't understand that writing is a part of literacy. A lot of times we think of literacy as being reading only, but literacy is really reading and writing. And when we look at our test scores, our kids are scoring two without really writing. And we just feel if they would start writing, that could increase those scores from a two to a level three and four. So that tells me that the kids, if you're scoring a two and we're not even writing, we still have those basic skills. We just need to add that writing piece to it. So in the area of mathematics, the standards in the state of Georgia change this year. It's changed all over the state of Georgia. So um, we have a mathematics specialist that's not the artist. She's helping out at the elementary school. I think they're at elementary school on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but you all have probably seen them over here at the middle in the high school because they're actually housed here in the um, on the high school side of this building. But we are taking ac academics seriously because we know that academics is, is our future. If our kids can't read, write, and think for themselves, it's going to be hard to do anything. It really is. And on the athletic front, you know, we've upgraded the stadium. There's a couple more things to do out there, but the football stadium, you like that football stadium? Not, I know you do, it, and it is it's beautiful. A couple more things we have to do out there. Uh, we are planning to start a renovation on our gym, Thank you so much for reminding me. Tennis, we um, have reached out to the company that did the track for the the uh, rubberization of our track. And what I want to do, we want to rubberize the tennis court. And I also want to do pickleball. I honestly don't know what pickleball is. I know it's a sport. I know it's popular. And I think it's something that our students may want to do in the future. So if we can get our tennis court rubberized, 
and make that a tennis court slash pickleball court, I think that our students would like this. So thank you for reminding me of that. We want to get our tennis team back as well. You know, we tried to get our band back. I'm sure you've seen the uh, the students in band. I was thoroughly impressed with them. They had only practiced about two weeks, but they participated in our homecoming parade, and they were at the homecoming game, and they'll probably participate in Pantry Festival in our uh, last home game. But we're trying to get all those things back. We really are. You're interested in tennis? Yep, I'm okay. excited. All right, okay. Very good. What did you see the district in the next years, in a couple of years? Maybe the next five years. Mm-hmm. I see us excelling academically, and I really, in my heart, believe that we are on the right track academically. We have some, some hiccups, you know, I understand that, but we have very smart students here in this district. And you being one of them. But we have a lot of smart students here and we have a lot of dedicated parents here. We have a lot of dedicated teachers, administrators. And I just think we just we're we're in the process now where we're trying to get everything to come together. And once we get it together, I I see us being able to compete honestly within the next three to five years. I really believe that our high school will be able to complete to compete academically within a high school in not only in Georgia but really in the nation. And I'm serious about that because I look at the test scores of our kindergarten students and our pre-K students. You know, see what they're doing right now at this level, and they are already excelling. So the only thing that we can do is continue to rise higher and higher. Okay. How long are you planning to meet the superintendent? Uh, that depends on how long the board and the students and the parents and the teachers and administrators want me here. Like I said, I'm from Hancock County. I'm a proud alumnus, ninth class of 1986 that I think is the best class that has ever come through Hancock Central High School. And I went to school here. My brothers and sisters, they all went to school here. My daughter Went to school here. She graduated from here. So I'm invested here in this county. So I don't know how long I will be here, but I promise you as long as I am here, I'm waking up every morning trying to figure out what I can do to make the life of someone here better. So as long as the board wants me, as long as the students, the parents, they want me, I promise you I will be here. Actually, I can have a cutting on that. Okay, so... People are excited. Well, let me say, Amy Lewis Middle School. We are excited that you're here. Well, I'm glad, and we hope you be here forever. Well, oh, that's so sweet. And I'm and I'm serious. We wake up every morning. I mean, because even for for you all, and I didn't mention. And I hope I have time. I just want to mention that um, we have new desk for all students in the district. The uh, maintenance department, they're currently putting them together. I don't know if y'all have had a chance to see them, but they're actually in the band room. So they've been working on that. Uh, hopefully, by the time we come back from fall break, you all will have brand new desk in your classroom, new desk and chairs. Okay. The science labs are getting new tables and students for them. They're actually already here. They're actually in one of the classrooms on the high school side. So I don't know if you have a chance to see that. At Emmy Lewis, Students in kindergarten through 12th, I'm sorry, kindergarten through second grade, not 12th grade, K through 2, we're getting them new tables. So that all of these things, so we're making sure that every child in this district has a new desk. I don't care what classroom you go in, that will be a new desk in there for you. Um, We've purchased um, 
STEM equipment for our elementary and middle school. We have STEM labs now. The um, I know the furniture is here. It just has to continue to be put together, but we're, we're getting there. The elementary school, I was speaking with our special ed director on yesterday, and we're planning to do a multi-sensory room for them. And I'm hoping by the middle of next week, we can start setting that room up. And that's for our students. We have some students, you know, sometimes they just really need a break, especially our younger kids, our babies. They they need a break. And that, that would really be a little room for them. You know, sometime during the day, they just may need to go in there and just kind of just let off a little steam. And, and we're okay with that. So we're, we're trying to set that up. But I promise you, everything that when we were talking about things is always student-centered. What can we do to make the lives of our students here better? Because at the beginning of the year, when we had our back-to-school meeting, we said that we wanted to do what was best for children. And that was convenient for adults. And that's what we're trying to do. I know you all have five new buses now that we put on the road. We're glad that those buses are there. We're doing a paving project at Emmy Lewis now so that the car riders, want, that goes back to safety. We don't want the cars all in the main highway. So we're, we're paving part of that parking lot. The roof at Emmy Lewis, we're going to start to get that fixed because it's leaking, but we want to make sure that all our kids are safe. And of course here, you know, the main construction projects that we have going on here, because actually after the gym project, the next athletic pro project that I want to do, we want to construct a baseball field here on campus. Currently with baseball, you know, we have to use our county, which is great, and I appreciate them for everything, but this will be the first time in the history that I can remember now. Prior to, you know, me coming to school, I don't know, but from what I can remember, we've never had a baseball field on our campus, and this would give us the opportunity to have a baseball-softball. That, that's really what it would be, a baseball-softball combination, hopefully, and we're going to uh, name that after Coach Bolden. Coach Bolden uh, brought us a championship back in 1985. I was a junior in high school, so the James Bolden Stadium, that's what we want to call it, but the kids will be able to play softball and baseball there, so we're constantly trying to make improvements here, and, and I promise you, we're always thinking about what we can do to make it better for you all. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Are you proud to be the superintendent? Oh, of course. Who wouldn't be proud to be superintendent of the best district in the world, not just the, 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 in the state of Georgia, but Hancock County School? We are the best district in the world. Quick question. Yes, ma'am. Do you like Hancock? I love Hancock. Would you represent it? Like, represent until, like, the day you leave the earth, the Senate? Of course. Now, whenever I go to a workshop, and this is the God honest truth, you know, a lot of times they tell you, tell you, you know, who you are, you got to introduce yourself. I always learn how greetings from the Hancock County School District with excellence will always be our standard. My name is Alma Arp. I'm the superintendent. I always let people know I'm from Hancock County. Because honestly, you know, I, and like I said, I'm a product of this county. I went to school here, kindergarten through 12th grade, and I know that we are a good county. We are a great county that, that has produced a lot of great people. Ms. Lewis, the first black superintendent in the nation, right here from Hancock County. A lot of people don't know that. We have Judge Edith Ingram, the first female probate court judge in the nation. 
right here, product of Hancock County. So we have a lot of rich history here in Hancock County. We really do. Did you know that? <laughs> you did it. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Off topic question. Yes, ma'am. Off topic. Off topic. Okay. Um, the clinic. Yes. Did you like? Did y'all plan that to put right there, or was you? From my understanding, when I got here, the clinic was basically complete, and we did have the grand opening in February. But what happened when they received the funding, we had to find somewhere to put the clinic. It may not be in the ideal location. We understand that, and we're looking for another location. Initially, we thought about putting the clinic in with the gym renovation, but to me, that was just too far away for kids to have to go to the clinic. So that's why we're leaving it where it is right now. But we are looking at another location. Uh, I've actually seen another location here at the school that may work, but I'm not sure if it'll work. That's why we haven't said anything right now. But I, we, we understand it's not in the ideal location, but we are glad that the clinic is here because a lot of our students and even our faculty and staff members, you know, by us not having access to a hospital here, if our kids and our faculty and staff members can utilize the clinic here at the school, that saves parents from having to get off work to take their children to, you know, you may have a cold or something. You can go to the clinic here and get diagnosed and the parents can just go by the pharmacy and pick up the medicine. So, but I'm, I'm glad we have the pause clinic and hopefully we can find another location for it but we understand it's not in the best location but it's still here and and that that makes a big difference how do you let teachers how how where's the deal like do you do they email just say hey i'm gonna be a teacher in hancock elementary hot middle school how do they do that okay well that's actually a good question basically what happens um, normally, this is the process. The principals will let us know at the end of the school year how many teachers he or she will need for the next school year. We will advertise. And the teachers, if they're interested, they will apply online. Uh, you can also fill out a paper application. We still do that. A lot of counties don't do that, but we try to get applications however we can get them. So if you want to fill out a paper application, it's no. Once the applications are received, our human resources department will forward those applications to the principals. The principals will interview the applicants and the principal will send me a list of teachers that he or she may be recommending. I will present that list to the our Board of Education, and our Board of Education will say yes or no. Now, some people will email. Some people may just say, well, you know, Dr. Harper, I'm a math teacher, and I was just wondering, do you I have any vacancies? And they may send their resume, and that's fine. We don't have a problem with that because basically we'll just tell them, you know, please check our website or Teach Georgia or even to contact the principal at the school. So uh, we've actually had people who've actually walked in off the street and with their credentials, and that's fine as well. So, But everybody has to go through a background check. If you are employed in the Hancock County School District, that's just law. You have to have a background check, a clear background check. So, so rest assured, we make sure that whoever we employ, that they do not have anything firmly on their background that would prohibit them from being employed uh, in the Hancock County School District. Well, nice, nice, nice. Because it's all about safety. We want to make sure that our kids are okay, but they have to be safe first. Okay. 
At least. Okay. Last question. Yes, ma'am. Not at least. Okay. Um, did you like when you was a teacher? Oh, I love being a teacher. Honestly, sometimes I don't tell you the truth. Sometimes people may see me and they're like, well, what do you do? You know, I'll tell them I'm a teacher. I don't even tell them I'm superintendent. I love being a teacher. I really do. Because you get a chance to see so many people. You get a chance to see so many people that you can make a difference in their life. You really, you know. And I really didn't understand. I used to hear my teachers say that when I was in school. And they would just be so proud of a former student. And, I, you know, I used to be saying, like, why are you so proud of that student? But see, now, when I see my former students doing something, it does. It makes you so proud because it lets you know you did have a little bit to do with him or her being in that particular situation. So I love being a teacher. It's a very rewarding career, and I wish more people would consider becoming teachers. What subject did you choose first? I was a distance education teacher here at the high school. That was the first uh, position. And then um, about five years ago, I think, uh, when I was at the elementary school, I actually taught Spanish. Did you know Spanish? I didn't know a word of Spanish. I never had Spanish. I actually had French. <laughs> but that's okay. Being a teacher, you have to pivot. So when I was teaching Spanish, I had to do what I had to study. I had to study it, yes. So, but, and it was really more like the students and I, we were learning Spanish together. So I'm, I'm not proficient in Spanish, no, but a couple of words, I don't know, a couple of little phrases and things like that. Probably did take your class, right? Yes, and after that, I also taught computer science at the elementary school, and my last year, I actually taught first grade. So I've I've had a plethora of, of teaching assignments here in the, in the district. Anything else you want to know? Mm, let's see. I'm not putting our bins out like this, but I'm back, back in seventh grade. Somebody told me Haycock is at the bottom bottom. Our test score is at the bottom bottom. Is it true? No. Well, we, we got some work to do. I, we came up a little bit. Yeah, we, we have. Our graduation rate uh, did rise uh, from last year. We're at 81% now, and we expect to, to see that continue to rise. But the thing about being at the bottom, it depends on who's leads. According to the State Department, yes, we are we, we, we are near the bottom. I'm, I'm not going to sit up there and try to sugarcoat it or anything like that. But the potential and the growth that I see here leads me to believe that in a few years, they're going to be talking about Hancock. But you know what the conversation is going to be? How in the world did they get those test scores up like that? We just have a little tweaking that we need to do because we have great students. And we just little things that we need to do. And I honestly believe in my heart that that writing is the key. Because if we have students scoring two right now and they aren't even writing, imagine what they would be scoring if they're writing. Probably nothing. No, it will, it will go higher because writing is part of the test. Writing is 40% of the test. And if our kids are writing, you get credit for that writing and scores can't do anything but to go up. But, you know, it, it's easy to say that, that we're, we're last, but that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. We're not going to worry about that. Not even. We're not going to worry about that. We're at the bottom, but we are going to rise. Yeah. You probably they can talk. Let them talk Let about him. That's right. But guess what they're going to be saying in a couple of years? They're going to be like, oh, get up. Yes. Right. I'm going to trade for Hancock. Yes. Yes. You're going to have people, oh, we need to go see what Hancock is. No, no, no. We're good on this. We're good on I'm just that confident in our teachers and our students and our administrators. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Harper. 
Do you have any final remarks? Well, thank you so much, Desire. I really appreciate the opportunity to sit down and talk with you and be a guest on the Bulldog Box. I'm so excited about it. You know, I was actually bragging on you all the other day in our, our superintendent's meeting. But thank you all so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed myself. And please invite me back again. Okay. I was nervous. So sorry. But right. 20 is your next time. Thank you for watching Bulldog Box. Bye-bye. Ooh.